Travelwise with Phil Blizzard. News, views and interviews. Hello, I'm Phil Blizzard in Dubai with the Travel Podcast, news, views and interviews, and we start off. Well, now, what we've got lined up for you today, well, we'll be taking a look at what's happening in terms of airlines across the Middle East region and beyond, and some international news regarding aviation as well. Uh, looking at some events which have been postponed or cancelled, a special interview with one hotel in the UAE which is offering a very nice incentive to those on the front line fighting COVID-19. So an interview with the CEO of JA hotels and resorts Um, but we're going to start off with some main coronavirus news from across the world travel wise news well on a positive note the Matterhorn in Switzerland the very uh, iconic mountain there has been displaying flags of uh, numerous countries uh, who are fighting COVID-19 so projected onto this massive mountain flags of uh, the UAE for, for a start India and uh, America, to name just a few, and they're doing this on a night, nightly basis. Very colourful indeed. Must be a massive, powerful projector to do that. Um, some airline carriers in uh, Europe and uh, America are looking ahead to when they'll be flying again, and they've been saying that they could well be removing the middle seat um, to keep people apart to ensure social distancing so that's airlines like easyjet and whiz in uh, in europe delta and america have said they will all be doing that so for example you take one like easyjet it means the number of passengers who would normally be squeezed into say an a320 200 will be cut from 180 to 120 that's going to have a massive impact on their revenue stream so uh, most airlines low-cost carriers need to sell between 75 percent and 80% of seats on any flight to break even. By removing the middle seats, that will reduce the maximum load factors to 66%, way below their break-even point. So that means fares will go up. More aviation news in a moment. Travel-wise news. Well, airport news out of Dubai, uh, in conjunction with the Dubai Health Authority, Emirates have been doing... Uh, a groundbreaking testing of passengers for COVID-19, believed to be the first in the world to be uh, testing passengers uh, just before they board the flight with a test which has been quickly conducted by the Dubai Health Authority, a quick blood test with results available within just 10 minutes. And this was uh, done at the, uh, or is being done at the group check-in area at Dubai International Airport Terminal 3. So uh, some groundbreaking news there and a groundbreaking testing system for passengers flying with Emirates out of Dubai International Airport Terminal 3. So well done to them. Um, A number of repatriation flights out of the UAE from uh, all the airlines operating here, really, from uh, Emirates to Etihad, Fly Dubai and Air Arabia. Now, these are changing on a very frequent basis, so do check with your airline if you're planning to get back to your home country. And also, you need to check in terms of um, if you can get in all right to to that particular country, because some are in lockdown, of course. So Emirates have been increasing the number of passenger flights. They've got services operating to uh, Jakarta in Indonesia, uh, Manila in the Philippines, Taipei, Chicago, Tunis, Algiers and Kabul already in addition to ones we've mentioned in the past, London and Frankfurt. And uh, for all of those flights, you need to take a mask, gloves will be provided, uh, meals will be provided and drinks. Uh, Seat selection is not available. That will be done when you check in uh, by the the staff at the airport and uh, 
where you sit will depend on the load factor of the flight. So if you're flying business class, a few things not available include lounges and chauffeur drive. In this Travel Wise podcast with me, Phil Blizzard here in Dubai, I'm going to be catching up with the CEO of uh, Jebel Hotels and Resorts, Anthony Ross, about a special initiative which they're offering uh, to those on the front line fighting COVID-19. Let's find out what he's got to say. Travel Wise with Phil Blizzard. News, views and interviews. Well, my special guest today is Anthony Ross, who's the CEO of uh, JA Resorts and Hotels. And Anthony, thank you very much for joining us. Thanks for having me, Phil. So um, give us an overview, first of all, of the properties within the group. I mean, the long-established resort at uh, Jebel Ali, one of the uh, oldest in the UAE and probably one of the oldest in the Middle East. Is what, your flagship property? Yeah, that's uh, JA the resort uh, in Jebel Ali. It's uh, our flagship property, and we are... The first uh, UAE-born hotel brand and the first hotel opened in 1981 in Jebel Ali. Mm. Um, it's grown to three hotels during the last uh, 40 years. And um, we've got Lakeview, we have Beach Hotel, and we have our all-sweet Palm Tree Court Hotel in the same 1,000, 1 million square metre facility now. And, of course, you've got the golf course there as being a key attraction, hosting many, many international golfers in, in the past. Indeed, yeah, it was a Peter Harradine-designed uh, uh, golf course, beautiful little nine-hole golf course. There's a marina, there's horse riding stables, there's a shooting club. Um, there's a lot going on out there. So going from the beach to the mountains and Hatter, again, another well-established uh, getaway for people living in Dubai and uh, across the UAE, Hatter Fort. Hatter Fort Hotel, yeah, that also opened in 1981. Uh, so that's our original two hotels. It's about 90 minutes' drive from Dubai. And it's, it's a very, very different experience from the beaches and the city of Dubai. It's, it's going back in time a little bit. Sure. Um, beautiful mountains and walks and outdoor activities. And uh, in downtown Dubai, the latest additions or the more recent additions, I should say, to your portfolio. Yes, uh, in JBR, we have two properties. We have the JA Ocean View Hotel. And down the other end of the walk in JBR, we have JA Oasis Beach Tower, which is our deluxe service apartment hotel. And uh, at the moment, in these difficult times for travelling, I mean, what can you offer any guests you have in the hotels? So at the moment, we've got two open, uh, Phil. We've got uh, Palm Tree Court, um, and we have a number of guests staying there that have kind of been left stranded. They're waiting to go back to their home countries, although some of them have told us they'd rather wish they could stay here. Um, <laughs> And and we have um, we have in our uh, deluxe service apartment hotel in JBR, we have about fifty long stay guests, um, mainly working for multinational companies based in Dubai. Hmm. Well, I think if I was a visitor to the UAE and I got stranded at uh, your, your, your resort in Jebel Ali, Palm Tree Court, yeah, I couldn't think of a better place to stay in many ways. Wonderful setting. Not a bad place to be. Yeah. So, um, and you say you got long stay guests. Uh, in the property in Jumeirah Beach residence area. Um, so let's have a look now. I mean, what you are able to uh, see as being the way ahead, what will you be uh, hoping to achieve once people start travelling again? Um, well, we were looking at it in three phases, actually, uh, Phil. We we hoping that if everybody does the right thing and stays at home now, um, that, you know, hopefully by the end of April, um, Travel will open up again or opportunities for staycation within the UAE. Um, we think that, uh, you know, after so many weeks of being 
in, ha- in their homes and their apartments. People may have a little bit of cabin fever and to get away to the mountains or down to the beach would be a really good thing to do. Um, so we're ready with some really good rates to get um, local UAE residents out. Um, and then we're hoping that the GCC is going to open up and maybe we'll get some guests from the region. And then later on uh, in the year, maybe third or fourth quarter, we can hope to get our traditional European markets back to Dubai. Sure. And as you say, cabin fever, I think you'll probably be inundated with people who want to uh, get to the beaches, get to the resorts, get to the mountains once we're able to travel again. So uh, are you going to be geared up for a big rush? We are, yeah. We're really looking forward to it. Um, our, our, our team members are, um, are in you know, uh, ongoing um, training activities online um, and uh, we're keeping uh, most of them here. Some of them are taking their vacations back in their home countries. But, uh, you know, we're trying to keep everybody up and motivated and ready uh, for, for, the, for the expected uh, arrival. Travel Wise with Phil Blizzard. News, views and interviews. Well, we've been talking about the properties in the UAE, but of course you've got properties in the Indian Oceans. You have two hotels there. So give us a quick overview of the one, let's say, first of all, the Maldives. Yeah, Maldives is uh, 84 villas. Uh, beautiful villas with swimming pools. Uh, half of them are over the water. It's just over an hour away from from Male, uh, the capital of Maldives. It's it's a beautiful uh, environment. You know, Maldives is just uh, one of the most beautiful places in the world. But our property is different in that it's a little bit out there by itself. It's not surrounded by other resorts or other islands, and you just get a beautiful uninterrupted Indian Ocean view. Brilliant. Sounds wonderful. And I've got your website in front of me and it's flicking through different pages on, on the homepage and different locations. And of course, the Seychelles as well. That's just cropped up in front of me. So that's a delightful uh, resort as well. Yeah, the Seychelles is a, is a really uh, beautiful little resort. And uh, pool villas on an island called Round Island, which is about 10 minutes off, off the coast of uh, the main island of um, Seychelles. And it's really about a 20-minute uh, minute transfer from the airport. And it's a very, very romantic property, Phil. Uh, a location where romantic dreams come to life, I think, is your slogan for that. Absolutely. Yeah, it looks absolutely, absolutely marvellous in the heart of the Indian Ocean. We're looking at the JA Resorts and Hotels with CEO Anthony Ross. And um, you've um, looking at the current situation, you've, you've taken up an initiative where you're going to be sort of thanking healthcare workers, people at the front line for the efforts they've been putting in to try and keep us safe and for those who aren't uh, well to make them better. So what's this initiative? We wanted to say thank you. We wanted to recognise the great work, the brave work actually that they're doing on our behalf here in the UAE. So we came up with this 1,000 thank yous, and 1,000 thank yous is an Arabic saying. Um, and so we've uh, given the uh, healthcare workers 1,000 uh, free room nights uh, at any of our hotels here in the UAE. Um, all they have to do is email us at thank you at jaresorts.com. Okay, and that is um, you're running this campaign up until what the end of April, I believe. Uh, well, yeah, we, we, we've kind of been inundated um, with applicants. We've still got we've still got a few more available, but basically, you know, obviously they can't come and use them now, no, so sure. they can use them any time in 2020. Okay, and give me that email address once again for people who are working in the uh, in the appropriate sector. Yeah, it's just uh, thank you at jaresorts.com. 
Okay. And I want to thank you for joining us. We're going to finish off now, and I've been asking everyone who's joining me at the moment uh, a question, a personal question. Once we're able to travel freely, where would you like to go? Uh, what's going to be your number one choice and why? Um, well, I'd like to go to New Zealand, um, where, where my wife is from, for the uh, fresh air, the, the cool climate, and the um, open spaces. Okay, well, it sounds a, a great destination to go to. And, of course, your great destinations across the Middle East and the Indian Ocean. So uh, well worth uh, bearing in mind once we're able to travel again. So, uh, Anthony, thanks very much indeed for joining us. Pleasure, Phil. Thank you. Travel Wise with Phil Blizzard. News, views and interviews. Anthony Ross from Jebelali Hotels and Resorts and a fabulous initiative there looking at uh, how they can sort of offer something back to those on the front line fighting COVID-19. Got interesting news regarding uh, private jets and how they're being used by the rich and famous, well, more, more so the rich, I think, in the UK. So uh, taking a look at that in just a moment here on the TravelWise podcast. TravelWise News. Well, hundreds of private jets have been used by rich passengers to enter the UK from various hotspots since the lockdown began and also leave the UK to other parts of the world. Now, Britain is already setting itself apart from the rest of the world with few travel restrictions. For example, more than, no, than 15,000 passengers are still arriving into the UK each day on scheduled flights, with no routine tests being carried out on arrival. Yeah, not too good, eh? Uh, so while many other countries have clamped down on international travellers and imposed quarantine rules, and also, I mean, remember going, I remember going to Bangkok way back at the end of January and having my uh, temperature taken three times from getting off the aircraft through to leaving the airport. So uh, a lot of this has been uh, set up in so many airports around the world. Well, in the UK, an investigation, and I, I saw this story in the Times, uh, that's where the story's come from, an investigation identified 545 private jets landing in UK airfields since the lockdown was imposed last month. Now, these come from very um, hot spots like Spain, 25 flights from there apparently, France 27, Germany not quite so bad in terms of the coronavirus impact on that country with 32 flights. A number from America uh, as well, and uh, of course America is in a very, very poor state when it comes to uh, those affected by COVID-19. Um, so, so apparently some wealthy passengers have been misleading about the purposes for private jet hire, claiming they're travelling to family homes rather than second homes or holiday homes, and uh, getting around the open borders policy uh, in the UK. Uh, those who have got travel restrictions, those countries, well, it's 130 of them since the pandemic pandemic began so uk being very slow there um president of public health at the royal society of medicine uh, professor gabriel scally said it was hard to understand why the uk persisted in an open borders policy calling it most peculiar and there's one story that emerged last week that french police turned back a private jet from the uk after a group of wealthy passengers flew from or tried to fly from farnborough to marseille for a holiday there you go Okay, we'll have uh, some more aviation news coming away in just a moment. Travel Wise with Phil Blizzard. News, views, and interviews. Hello, I'm Ryan Pyle, talking with Phil Blizzard on his Travel Wise podcast about some of my most amazing adventures across the globe whilst filming for Amazon, the BBC, and Discovery Channel. Coming your way soon on Spotify and Apple Podcast. And I look forward to talking to Ryan Pyle, adventurer, TV host, very, very soon on a forthcoming edition of the Travel Wise podcast. 
Travel Wise News. A couple of things here. First of all, a bit of a well a mishap at Dubai International Airport when a BA Airbus 350 bumped into an Emirates Boeing 777. Um, hmm, uh, what happened was the Boeing 777 was stationary and the uh, BA Airbus was um, well on pushback, getting ready for uh, going along the runway uh, on a cargo-only flight to uh, London Heathrow when... Uh, yeah, the tractor pushing it probably did a bit of a missed manoeuvre and BA clipped the side, uh, the rear wing of the Boeing 777. Oops, expensive mistake there by someone. And uh, another bit of news, Air India, they've announced, uh, this is all subject to government approval, they will commence domestic flights from May the 1st. And uh, international flights from June the 1st, that's Air India, but all subject to government approval. Finish off taking a look at some event news here on and to finish off, taking a look now at some events news here on this Travelwise podcast. Travelwise news. Well, the Arabian Hotel Investment Conference, which was uh, scheduled to take place early in April, has been put back to September the 21st and the 22nd. Keep fingers crossed for that. The Arabian Travel Market, which was uh, in, was due to be held in Dubai, it's often referred to as the biggest travel shop, uh, that was uh, due to take place this very week. Uh, that was first of all uh, postponed until. June. Now it's being cancelled and put back to 2021. But they will be having a virtual event, virtual ATM, on the 1st and 2nd and 3rd of June. They'll have a number of webinars, live conference sessions, speed networking events and one-on-one meetings. So further details on that, go to the Arabian Travel and Market website. Travelwise News. Well, that's it for this time. I'm Phil Blizzard. This is a Phil Blizzard Media production. If you've got some information, some news you want to send me, do drop me an email on philblizzardmedia at gmail.com. Travel Wise with Phil Blizzard. News, views and interviews.